0: From COK Studios in Jeremy Hobson's hamper, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: On today's show, we'll consider the heated debate over national anthem protests with Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN's Sports Yell.
1: We'll also consider COK's annual fall pledge drive with some very special musical guests.
0: And we'll consider the quicker, thicker, picker-upper. Stay with us.
1: Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Old Town Playhouse, now showing the topical new musical, The President's New Clothes. For tickets and a free Make Theater Great Again hat, visit otp.org. And Trendy a locally sourced organic artisanal gastropub that only serves the newest, trendiest foods. Come join us for brunch and our jackfruit octopus empanadas with a glass of frosé.
0: This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: The controversy over national anthem protests by NFL players grew over the weekend as President Donald Trump spoke out and tweeted against athletes who opted to kneel or sit during the Star-Spangled Banner before games.
1: Trump tweeted on Sunday morning, If a player wants the privilege of making millions of dollars in the NFL or other leagues, he or she should not be allowed to disrespect our great American flag or country and should stand for the national anthem. If not, you're fired. Find something else to do.
0: While none of Trump's remarks were explicitly about race, they did lead to a war of words between the president and black athletes, activists, and celebrities on social media.
1: Here to discuss this escalating issue are the guys from ESPN's Sports Yell, Rick Van Patten, and Cecil the Pontificator. Welcome, guys.
0: Nice to be here. Sup, Dinah.
1: Let's dive right in. What are you two making of this increasingly volatile situation between black athletes and the president?
2: I'm going to defer to Cecil here. Thanks, Rick.
0: It's absolutely ridiculous, Dinah. Freedom of speech is what our country was founded on. Black athletes are doing what they think is best to draw attention to cultural inequities that have affected minorities in this country for far too long. The president doesn't seem to grasp what is actually going on here.
1: So you think that protesting during the national anthem is important? Obviously. Rick, what is your take?
2: Honestly, I really don't want to offer my opinion.
1: Is it because you disagree with Cecil?
2: Not at all. If you've listened to our show, you know that when we sport shell about this issue, I agree with my colleague. I just think that maybe it's a good thing for white people to not weigh in on this. There's a lot of things that we've never dealt with due to privilege, and so there's nothing I can say that won't sound borderline racist.
0: Well put, Rick. White people like the president who say that not standing during the national anthem is unpatriotic probably haven't ever had to deal with any kind of racism or bigotry. What the athletes who protest the anthem are hoping to achieve is a dialogue that moves us closer to equality in this country. When you condemn men who are peacefully protesting but condone the violence of white supremacists like the president has, you fail to understand the freedoms that make this country great.
1: Well, why do you think people are so upset about the protests during the anthem?
2: Honestly, I don't know, Dinah. It's not mandated anywhere that we have to stand or take our hats off during the song. And why do we play the anthem before every sporting event?
1: Oh, it really is an informal tradition that began as a special moment at World Series games after World War I.
2: Most of the time lately, I find myself cringing during the song because the poor person singing it is pitchy or messing up the words. Nobody seems to be too angry when people butcher the anthem.
1: Well, that's a fair point.
2: Also, if the song is so important to people, why don't they stand for the anthem at home when it's shown on TV before the kickoff? Rick is right.
0: It's a very selective outrage that people like the President have. Plus, does playing it for every game, every week, make it less special? I would argue that it does.
2: I've seen many friends of all different races use the national anthem to get another beer, go take a leak, or check their phones. I have to say that I do it all the time. Obviously.
1: I must admit, I've done it too.
0: We all have. Let's not pretend that we really love getting up and stopping eating our nachos because they're playing the Star Spangled Banner.
2: I sure don't. Eating $15 nachos is probably more important to 90% of Americans than the National Anthem is. They just don't want to admit it. I can guarantee that the president would rather eat nachos than stand for the anthem.
1: I thought you said you didn't want to weigh in on this, Rick.
0: Oh, it's okay, Donna. I'm glad he did. My boy Rick here is an expert on eating nachos and going to the bathroom at sporting events. Thanks, Cecil. All I'll say is... Let's try not to get hung up on athletes not doing something that isn't hurting anyone, but instead focus on why they're doing what they're doing. There are much bigger problems than this affecting our country. That's why these protests are happening in the first place.
2: Agreed. Maybe if the NFL players ate nachos or went to the bathroom during the anthem instead of kneeling or sitting, white Americans like President Trump could sympathize more. Obviously.
1: I appreciate your thoughts on this, guys. And thanks for not yelling.
2: We tone it down just for you, Dinah.
1: That was Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator from ESPN Radio's Sports Yell. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. The beginning of fall is also the beginning of public radio pledge drive season, and that means COK is asking once again for your support. Senior Correspondent Cordell Nutbrock joins me now to let you know how much we need your donations.
3: That's right, Dinah. It's imperative to our show to have our listeners contribute. Even I contribute. I'm uh, basically paying my own salary at this point, so if some of our freeloading listeners could shoulder the load, that'd be great. My savings account is almost
1: depleted. Aw, that's too bad. Quite
3: I've squandered my inheritance from Grandmother Nutbrook. I was going to buy a gross of bow ties, a new tweed sofa
1: to go with my tweed armchairs, and tweed curtains, but now I can't. Please donate to COK and replenish Cordell's nest egg. You can do it by going to our website, considerourknowledge.com, and clicking the Support COK button. There, you can make a $5 or $10 monthly donation via Patreon. Please... Please, please. I have so little. Uh, Joining us now are some very special musical guests. Oh, indeed. You've heard of NPR's series called
3: Tiny Desk Concerts, where they bring notable musical acts to their offices? I sure have. Well, today begins our new series, C.O.K.'s Broom. Closet Concerts, where we have artists and bands play for us inside the COK Broom Closet. Ooh, sounds fun. Today we'll have the Slippery Mountain Screamers, led by Clem Haskins on banjo and lead vocalist and fiddle player Gracie Bluff. Welcome to COK.
0: It's our pleasure. We just love public radio.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited to be in the studio with y'all.
0: I can't believe we're here on the show Public Radio Beat called one of the podcasts that exists right now. It's a real honor.
3: Tell us why you enjoy our show, if you don't mind.
1: Oh, I I think it's that your stories are simple and easy to understand. Like, I think chimps or other high-functioning primates might enjoy the news you report on.
0: And I love to fall asleep to it. Three minutes in and I'm out like a light. Never fails. I honestly don't think I've ever listened to a whole episode because I always nod right off.
1: Uh, the show's only ten minutes long. I know. <laughs> so,
3: what are you playing for us today in the first Broom Closet concert? Oh, it's a song I wrote called
1: Peach Blossom Blues.
0: Joining us in the closet today are Rusty Jingles on guitar, Fat Stan Humper on electric washboard, Ernie Ernest on bass jug, Mira Lorita on castanets and honky-tonk spoons, and our backup vocalists, Merle Duggins Jr. and Betsy Ross Mossbag.
1: I hope you'll all fit in there.
0: We'll be just fine, Miss Dinah.
3: Well, without further ado, here are the Slippery Mountain Screamers with Peach Blossom Blues in the very first C.O.K. Broom Closet Concert.
1: Uh, that was something. Uh, Indeed. I think I'll just keep the closet door closed for a bit. good idea. I hope people still donate.
0: Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, because we all need to celebrate the wins we have, no matter how small. Helping us this week is C.O.K. superfan Althea Morton, who won our Twitter contest by being literally the only respondent. I have a very empty life. That's great. Take it away, Althea
1: congrats to Dane Frost in Indianapolis who went to the grocery store on an empty stomach but managed to stick to his shopping list and not get a bunch of extra food simply because he was really hungry. We know those Funyuns and pizza bagels looked appetizing but you avoided them to earn this big little win.
0: Our second big little win comes from Stephanie Reese in Tacoma. Stephanie pronounced the word onomatopoeia correctly for the first time in her life, impressing her drunk friends at their neighborhood pub quiz. Sure, you don't know what it means and your friends were too drunk to remember it, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Good work, Stephanie.
1: If you or someone you know has a big little win, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Oh, boy, that was was a lot of fun. Can I come back next week? We'll see. But I'm... So lonely. I'm a hoarder, so all my cats have died from piles of old newspapers falling on them.
0: That's too bad. That's all for this week's special Peaceful Protest and Pledge Drive episode. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at consider our no to donate to consider our knowledge go to our website and click the support cok button and there you can make a secure five or ten dollar monthly donation via patreon you might even get a tote bag out of it thanks so much for listening i'm connor bentley
3: You've heard of NPR's series called the Tiny Desk Concerts, where they bring notable musicians to do? To, 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 to?
1: <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have heard that.